Welcome into the February 6th edition of the Lockdown Lease Podcast. I'm Mike DeSefano with Dave Morasuti. NHL All-Star Weekend in the rearview mirror. We'll chat about the events and all the juicy storylines that uh, came from it, including where the 2024 All-Star Game is going to be hosted, which could be of some significant interest to those listening to this podcast in particular. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. And also Gary Bettman. Talked a little bit about some stuff, too. So we'll we'll break that down. Him chatting the State of Union address, as he always does. So lots to break down on today's show. Uh, all that and more coming up on the Locked On Leafs podcast. Your Locked On Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into the Locked On Leafs podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Leafs. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also known as Al's brother on TSN's Overdrive and TSN 1050's Leafs Lunch. Joining me, it's my co-host, Dave Morissuti from Sportsnet, also a writer for the NHLPA. Locked On Leafs, the daily Maple Leaf-centric podcast, so be sure to subscribe for free wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also find us on YouTube as well, Locked On Leafs. Hit subscribe. And get new daily videos Monday through Friday. It's all Leafs all the time. This episode is brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook app, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Dave, did you enjoy your All-Star weekend, my friend? What's going on? How's your Monday or how's your weekend, I guess? Well, then we'll get into Monday, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, it again, you know, another weekend where it kind of felt weird because previous weekend, no Leafs on a Saturday night, and another Saturday night, no Leafs. So I'm like, what the heck am I going to do with myself? So someone I know messaged me. He's like, hey, there's no hockey tonight. You want to just, like, hang out, go work out, chill out, and, like, our buddies has a condo with a hot tub. I'm like, yeah, you know, instead of just sitting around, not doing anything, might as well get active. My body's just like you don't work out on a Saturday night. <laughs> Never again. You're oh, feeling it. You're oh, feeling it today. You know, like I do a lot of cardio workouts, like swimming and things like that. I decided to add in some like weight and all machines and stuff, and I'm feeling it, dude. It's the worst because like I haven't done swimming in a long time, so I also like live in a condo building that has a swimming pool. So the other day. You know, I, I frequent the, the hot tub, but I don't really do laps all too often uh, anymore. But the one day I was like, you know what, I'm going to go do some laps. And boy, I exercised a couple of muscles that I had not done in a long time. I also was feeling it for uh, for a couple of days there. But hey, man, no pain, no gain, as they say. Um, although there was some pain watching that All-Star break as we transition oh, into like i don't honestly it you know what's unfortunate we were kind of i won't say excited but like you know the all-star at least the skills comp like the game the game is whatever no one actually cares about the game but the skills comp itself like we were somewhat excited about there's some fun you know some new um events that sounded kind of cool and you always want to see harder shot breakaway challenge you know what what uh, creativity can these guys come up with 
but like, dude, I, I this might have been one of the worst all star skills comps that I've watched. Like, I first of all, it was all over the place. Like, why can't they just do everything it, like in a row, right? Like, do your fastest skater, boom, 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 that's done. All right, let's move on now to the 10D tandem, move to the accuracy. Move. They like, I don't know what the hell they were doing, they were just like doing preliminary rounds and then like semifinal heats and then finals. And it's like, why just finish out the event? I don't want to have to come back to watch and see who won the pitch and putt or whatever the hell it was called. I, I really did not care about it. Um, I, I just, the way that they packaged the whole thing to me, it wasn't, uh, wasn't for me. I'll be honest. Was not for me this year. It There was, you could tell in a lot of ways they were trying too hard. When you're trying too hard to make something somewhat entertaining or fun, it's not really going to work because the best way to ha- entertain people is in an organic way and not in a forced way. I, I'll give some of these guys A's for effort, but the execution and the entertainment factor was way down. Like, yeah, the whole thing about the fastest skater, like, just like, just get this done. Like why are we why do we have why does this have to be a whole night event? Hardest shot. It took forever for the hardest shot to get done. Like the accuracy shooting. Like it, it's not that's accurate. one. Like at least harder shot. I think harder shot was pretty. Uh, that one yeah. was 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 a was. But like the the accuracy shooting one was annoying as hell. Because honestly, I didn't know that there was gonna be like mm-hmm. multiple rounds of this stuff. So I thought McDavid, boom, he did it. He won. He had the best time. He got all four targets, and then I find out later in the night, no, actually, Brock Nelson ended up winning. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? What? Why was there more rounds of this stuff? Like, it, it's it, it, honestly, it just dragged it on for so long. At the least breakaway challenge, it, like, yeah, like the breakaway challenge, too. They just kind of threw them in sporadically throughout the night. Like, it started with Marner, and then, like, I don't know, half hour later, OB, Sid, and, and, I mean, Ovi's kid coming out was kind of cute, but also, eh, like, I mean, it was, it was cute, but also I was excited to see what Ovi and Sid could do. I, like, I mean, to be honest, I, I thank Sergey, you know, eh, sure, but I wanted them to do something cool together. Apparently, Marner watched his shot, eh? Yeah, Luongo said that that wasn't the plan. <laughs> yeah, because I saw him, I was like, what the hell was that? Like no, I was skeptical. Like that whole day, I'm like, I this I don't like. He's not really a creative guy when it comes to breakaways. Like, I, I don't know. Like he just doesn't seem like a creative dude to me. Yeah, he was he was rocking the Miami Vice. You know, he had the white pants and you know the 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 shades and everything. Like yeah, okay, he, he had the good outfit, but boy, did he ever mess it up once he got onto the ice like that. I'm just. I don't know what the hell he was supposed to do, but that way that was not it apparently. Like I tweeted out, I said I hope Marner didn't spend a lot of time practicing that, just because well, that would have been. It shows. It shows. Yeah, it shows that he didn't. I think. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, who knows how many times they they did the video? I probably they probably spent more time going through that how to get that video done than Marner thinking what the heck am I going to do on this shoot up. He probably literally just said, Luago, I'm coming in this way, and this is what you got to look out for. That didn't happen. <laughs> no, no. So it is what it is. I, we we assumed that it would end up going to, to Sid Novi, and then once the kid got involved, yeah, they all got pity tens. But, like, I don't know. The breakaway challenge fell flat. 
fastest skater, Kale McCarr went down. That's so that kind of fell flat a little bit. And then Sveshnikov ends up winning it. Uh, the Tendi tandem was really dumb. I, I like. I honestly thought it was just a stupid event. That wasn't what I thought it was going to be. The I, only I thing it. that saved it was seeing the um, seeing the women's hockey players actually well, show their nurse like genuinely caring about it and like almost having two bar down snipes. Well, Sarah team. Nurse did, uh, well, did the Forsberg. Forsberg. Yeah, did a little Forsberg. That was that was sick on Igor Shesterkin. Yeah, that was cool. Um, but like honestly, outside of that, apparently there was apparently the did you see Greg Wachinski's tweet about the splash shot controversy? No, what happened? So apparently the surfboards on the right side weren't going down as easy they were on the left. So if you'll notice. Oh, no. Everybody who was on the left side shooting at the left surfboards advanced, and the right weren't because they weren't falling as easy as the ones on the left were. So I will say, some I, sort of controversy apparently about that. I will say watching Shesterkin shoot at that with the goalie stick was impressive as heck. That was. Oh, and you'll notice they used the left side once they got to the championship, by the way. They didn't use the right side, and they didn't do it as a like at the same time. They just use the left, and I think that's why. It would make sense. That would make sense. But that was hell impressive. I'll say that. I that's it was. I don't think they won. They didn't. Mm. I know they didn't. It was the what Makar and Rantanen won, right? Yes, Rantanen was. You know what? I will say it did show me that Rantanen's got a very underrated shot. Uh, yeah, Rantanen's a good player. Like he's got like thirty some goals this year. He's one of the most underrated players in the NHL. He's like fifth or sixth in scoring this year. Oh no, he's an amazing player. He, yeah. it's you know, he's kind of stuck behind McKinnon and McCarr. And yeah, exactly. Scoring, yeah, uh, the pitch and puck. Nick Suzuki won it, and apparently was given uh, a year's a year of free Chipotle. And they're like, "Oh, it is like, well, we don't have a Chipotle in Montreal, so I guess I know what I'm eating on the road." <laughs> like. like I'm surprised. Like, there's a few here in Toronto. I'm surprised there's none in, yeah, in Montreal. Yeah, it's huge in Toronto. And actually, yeah. I would say that's an amazing prize because I don't. I haven't been to Chipotle in a while, but it's gotten very expensive. So, like, that's it's everything, pretty... man. Everything's gotten expensive. But like that. That's no. I, I, yeah, I was just. But he's. I mean, at least when he's not in Montreal, he can. I guess take use of that. But the guy also makes pretty decent money so i think uh i think the last thing we need to worry about is uh nick suzuki getting his uh money's worth out of chipotle for that chipotle vine from back in the day oh god that's like you're like dating us when you're saying vine dude i know so look up the look up uh, i love chipotle vine okay i want you to look it up and then play the video i need you to do it you know i can't do it because my computer basically just malfunctions anytime i try to look anything up while we're recording live and then we get the people in the comments saying i need to get new equipment and so we don't need that uh, so if you could pull that up that'd be fantastic but I, I can't think about chipotle with not think about this kid like honestly i think this kid deserves a lot of money from chipotle yeah this is the one. Oh my god i'm a chipotle chipotle is my life 
Anytime I hear or think about Chipotle, I just think about this kid. Just like, Chipotle is my life. I love it so much. It's so funny. Um, I don't know why. It's just every time. So Nick Suzuki gets uh, Chipotle for a year, but apparently no Chipotles in Montreal. Maybe maybe he should bring one to Montreal. He's got the money. Maybe he should fund one and get one down there. Suzuki's Chipotle. Hey, I'm sure they would love to, you know, uh, an NHL player to you know, franchise one. Yeah, probably. Probably the most, Chipotle, most popular Chipotle out there in Canada. Probably. Probably. Um, Elias Patterson wins harder shot. Did you see that coming? You kind of hinted at that. I, he's so, got a sneaky good shot. I didn't think he was going to win. Yeah. But I knew he had a sneaky good shot. Um, he was the only one to break 100. He had like 103.2 or something like that. The only one to break 100. Yeah, that was disappointing. Like, it just, this is why it was so lackluster because back in the day, as I said, I said in the preview, watching Shea Weber as down charge just absolutely destroy pucks was the greatest thing. Yeah. Now nah. it's like now we got guys barely because this. But the other thing is, is because guys don't take slap shots anymore. The art like not many guys take slap shots. So not how many guys are practicing just wiring slap shots. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. Not and a whole actually, lot. Didn't Pedersen say that his flex wasn't going to make his shot go as like hard? So I don't think he had like a really strong as strong of a flex as like apparently like the flex makes a huge difference in terms of like well. How hard you, you hit the, hit the Oh, ball. absolutely it does. Um, more flex, the harder you're going to shoot it. But did you see his face afterwards, though, when he saw, like, the, the 102.9 or 103.2, whatever the heck the, the final was? Made, like, a, hmm, didn't think I could shoot that hard kind of face. Yeah. It was really funny. Uh, that was good. Um, all right. Uh, on the other side, let's talk a little bit about uh, the big news that we got in terms of where the All-Star game is heading to next year. So we'll chat about that, some of the stuff that Gary Bettman was touching on, uh, some of the comments coming from some of the star players about the playoff format. We'll touch on all that more when we return. But first, let me tell you about one of today's show sponsors, and that, of course, is the Locked uh, or <laughs> the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because of the number one sports book in America, it's FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features to make betting on sports fun and easy. You can download the FanDuel app now so you can start betting on Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get the first $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from money line to point spreads to who's going to score a touchdown. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe and secure, easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL and the Locked On Network. Welcome back into the Locked On Leafs podcast. It's Mike DiStefano and Dave Morissuti. We're your hosts here at Locked On Leafs. Uh, a couple other newsy items that came out of All-Star Weekend. So it's not necessarily always about just the events, like the skills comp and then the uh, the the All-Star game. In which you were right, by the way, actually. Atlantic win. You took the Atlantic to win. So they did. Makachuk got MVP in his hometown. Well, home city, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, first team. 
But um, sometimes the stuff that I find most appealing, I suppose, coming at All-Star break is the news that comes out from, like, Gary Bettman when he does his State of Union address and some of the stuff that we learn about the league. Sometimes they talk about the salary cap, what's going on with, you know, the financials of the league and whatnot, uh, where the following season's All-Star game is going to be. That announcement always comes on uh, All-Star weekend. And we got the answer for 2024. It's coming to the six, ladies and gentlemen. It's coming to Toronto. Toronto, Ontario. The Maple Leafs will be hosting the 2024 All-Star Game. Uh, it'll be the first time that's been in Toronto since 2000. 2000. You and I were six years old last time that the All-Star was in Toronto. I think Brendan Shanahan was talking about it uh, when they announced it. And it was funny. He looked over and he said, Mitch said he was like two or three years old or something. Doesn't even remember it. Shanahan was there actually yeah. and uh mitch doesn't even remember watching the game so um pretty cool that it's going to be in in toronto yeah i mean you're just dating me back to when i used to play on my place uh on my computer the uh i had a demo of nhl like 2002 i was gonna was- say like, i had nhl 2000 for the, my computer as well i had no yeah. idea okay true story okay so i first got this game and I didn't really know what I was doing, obviously, because I was like six years old. I don't think my parents really knew what the hell they were doing either. Like, this is how new computers and internet and all this stuff was back then. So I get NHL 2000. I pop it into the the, the, the little CD-ROM, put in the CD driver. And I'm sitting there and I'm playing, I'm playing. My dad comes like two hours later and he's like, you're not you're not doing anything. Like you're not playing. Like, yeah, yeah, man, man. And he looks at me and he's like, no, this is demo mode. You've been watching a demo for two hours. <laughs> it was the computers playing each other. Cause I didn't pick a side or something like that. Right. And I was sitting there thinking I was playing, but it was just the computer playing each other in like a demo mode. I was like, Oh my God. I'll, I'll never forget. Scarred. Scarred. Actually, now that you mentioned it, it was, it was NHL 2000. Cause Chris Pronger was on the cover, I believe. And, I used to use the same move every time to score on the goalie. Wrap around, come around the net. The goalie couldn't go left to right very quickly, and I would just score every time. Nice. And my brother's like, you're cheating. I'm like, I don't know. It's the only way I know how to score. That's it. Well, fun that's like, Those games are fun. Well, I was like growing up like NHL 14, just every single time you could easily score on just like a cross-ice one-timer. Yeah. If you're playing like NHL 08, right? You win the face off, you get on a breakaway, backhand, forehand, top shelf, a top shelf, goal every time. Every mm. time. It was so very easy to win those games back in the day. Much more sophisticated in the the the, the AI in the computer. I have game. not played a single NHL game since NHL whichever one Austin Matthews was on the cover of. To 2020. 2020. 2020. Yeah. The last time I played an NHL game. I bought, I bought this year's. I opened it. I played it. I think two now is like today. And now I sound very old man yelling at a cloud. But like you got to wait for this stuff to download onto your computer, onto your like PlayStation. Yeah. And that itself takes like 45 minutes. I just don't have the patience for it. But anyway, so it downloaded on and then I played for maybe three hours one night and then i was like yeah i'm bored of this so i went spent like a hundred dollars on the brand new game played it for three hours and i haven't touched it since i was like that's that's it 
I was just thinking that today, though, because I also bought Madden the same day. This was, I think, on Black Friday. So I got them for on sale. Mm-hmm. Um, so you paid a hundred bucks for both of them, actually. But Madden, I haven't taken it out of the out of the wrapper. Like, <laughs> so it's been there. I'm for like yeah. Three months. I haven't even taken it out of the wrapper yet. I don't know how. I I I know in our Discord, uh, a couple of them were talking about how they're they play quite a bit, and I'm like, I, where do you guys get the time? Yeah. I my my PlayStation. I have I have a PlayStation Four, folks. I haven't even gone to PlayStation Five. My brother got the PlayStation Five when he moved out. I'm like, damn, I kind of wish my brother didn't move out because at least I wouldn't have to go and buy a new system. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. My my younger brother has himself the PlayStation Five, and I'm I, I still have the four that I just literally play like once every two months now, if that. So, and it's it's not even at my house. I I just have it chilling at my parents' house. So I, I didn't I didn't bring it to Toronto with me because I just don't care. I don't have the time to play it anyway. So it's really only there when I like go visit my family at my parents' place, to be honest with you. Uh, anyway, totally off topic there. All-star game in Toronto for 2024. Um, we got to figure out a way to like get some, to get some uh, credentials here and like do something with locked on leaves and do something with this, uh, with the all-star yeah. weekend. We got I'm very it. glad you didn't say, let's do like a group thing where we go to the all-star game. Cause I do not think that's going to be a very cheap event. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. I, I probably not. Although we could do like a, I don't know, some sort of get together, like, I don't know, something that weekend. If a lot of people are coming into town or in town, or even, like, I know that Locked On Sends actually does this. They do like meetups and they go and, you know, they do like a live, I think they did a live pod once. They watched a game, they did a live post pod. If anyone's interested in doing something like that, maybe we could try and set something up where on a Saturday night, you know, we, we go and we all watch a game at, at like one of these bars, almost like when Puck Talks did that thing in Toronto. Yeah. And then after the game, we could do a, a live podcast and we can have people on chat about it, ask us questions or whatever. If, if that intrigues anybody, let us know in the comments down below or reach out to us on Twitter at making a score Canuck at Dave under, or on D underscore Morissuti. Maybe it's something that we can look into in the, uh, the back half of the season here, but either way, um, I know we sat there and we just like dunked on all-star weekend saying how stupid it is, but we've always said that it's dumb for, it's not a TV product. It's a live in-person product. So for those in Toronto, I think they'll have a lot of fun going there. Um, like, is it going to be good on TV? Probably not, honestly. It'll probably be very similar to the way it was literally yesterday and the day before. Yep. But um, it'll be cool to be in that type of atmosphere with all those hockey people around and all the best in the in the world, you know, in the city. And that part, I think, will be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm... Uh... I've always said that that's what the All-Star game was meant to be. It was meant to be something for, and like they talked about how it was actually helping this, like the city bring in some revenue, right? It's kind of how, I wouldn't say how the Super Bowl, because the Super Bowl is just on another level, but just the, that's, that's why these events have, I guarantee when the, when Toronto hosted the NBA All-Star game back in 2016, yeah, like it, I I remember a few of my friends like saying that when they were in school, walking around downtown, they were like bumping into like seeing NBA players. Yeah, downtown. Like that's it. Just brings another element to that to that city. So that's why it's a big. That's why they still have them, and that's why the certain markets get them at certain times. Yeah, absolutely. Gary Bettman was talking about uh, you know the benefits to 
having these games and whatnot, and and it's not necessarily for your you know diehard fans. It's it's to attract new fans, the Fairweather fans, and um, you know showing the game to like new people, and that's why they kind of go around um, the leagues and and try and go to different markets. And as I said it's been since two thousand since it's been in Toronto. Like that's the largest hockey market in the world. So it just goes to show it's it's not a money grab. They're just trying to build the up fan bases and whatnot. But every now and then you gotta you gotta throw a bone to Toronto, right? You gotta go in there. I don't know if you saw the tweet also or the the stir that Mike Rupp started. Uh, okay, Mike. let's take a break. Let's take a break, Dave. You gotta pull these up, okay? Pull up his tweets and his videos. We gotta talk about it. The stir he made over the announcement of Toronto getting to host the all-star festivities next, next year. It's pretty good. It was a good troll job. We'll discuss it on the other side, but uh, before we get there, Dave, why don't you tell the good folks about one of our favorite sponsors, athletic greens. Yep. It's a product that I've been using every day. Cause I, you know, on top of trying to work out and trying to seem like I'm, you know, improving my uh, physique. Athletic Greens also helps me in many other facets of my life, including aging, recovery, focus, gut health, immune system, all of those things that I mentioned. This is something that I want to do with Athletic Greens. All it is is one delicious scoop of AG1 into a, into a glass of water, and I'm absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, to help start my day off right, this special blend of ingredients supports gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. So all it just is, you take that one scoop of it and put it in water, you mix it around, and it actually tastes pretty good. It's also lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or, or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. It supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. It's one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iteration and third-party testing. It costs less, costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune support, vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome back into the Locked on Lease podcast. It's Mike DeSefno and Dave Morissuti coming off a all-star weekend. So there's no Maple Leafs in action. They're actually not in action all week. They're not uh, going to be playing until Friday. It's a back-to-back against Columbus. So we've got a few days here where, you know, we got no Leafs, I guess, to uh, to react to, which means... We can get into some silly conversations, a lot of trade talk, talk about what's going on around the NHL. Um, I do have this list of, of players uh, of for, um, well, I guess it's not draft picks, but it's you know five most attractive trade assets 
for the Maple Leafs. I think tomorrow we will save this for tomorrow, and we'll talk about that. Um, so we were chatting about a couple of things before we we took a quick break there. But the one that I want to get into really quickly first here is, uh, oh man, it's this this is great. Uh, Mike Rupp, former NHLer. Um, he works for the NHL Network. Uh, that's Hockey Talk Podcast, which is a Pat McAfee affiliate show. And he just loves to stir the drink, man. He just stirs up Toronto. Media just knows how to get oh, Torontonians going. Does he ever, man? Does he ever? He's a good dude, though. Like, we've had him on Leafs Lunch a couple times. Like, he's a, he's a really good dude. Super knowledgeable, obviously. Played the game. So, But here's what he had to say after uh, – the NHL said that they was going to Toronto. He quote tweets it and says, what a perfect way to celebrate AM 34 and his farewell tour comes to a close. And you would imagine all of the, uh, the comments that he was getting there. Like it just, everybody just knew that this was a massive troll job. Uh, locked on centers, of course. Why am I? Of course, Ross, mm-hmm. Ross and Pilsy. Yeah, screw you guys. But like, so many people out there being like, "Are you kidding me?" Who are all up in arms? Did you see the video that he followed up with? Oh, I've, 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 got, I've got the video. I got the video. Okay. So after, obviously, we all were really upset about uh, what was said by Mike Rupp. He issued an apology to Leafs Nation. Good evening, everybody. Um, I just want to apologize. I totally forgot um, Willie Nylander will be part of that farewell tour as well. So that's it. Good night. Oh, what a guy. What? I'll give him credit. That was, that was well played. Well played. I'm just going to say this to Locked On Senators account. You could only wish that Mike Rupp would talk about one of your players leaving one day. That's right. That's right. Although they just signed everybody to like $8 million deals, no matter how terrible they are, like Thomas Shabbat or Colin White. But anywho. uh, I know. Just throw out an eight-year deal and they're going to sign it. Like a bowl or that. Yeah. yeah. Another deal that was signed. uh, That was an interesting deal. Uh, Lou's getting soft in his old age, I think. Did you hear what he said about But when they asked him about the contract? Yeah. He's like, it's a lot of money in a lot of years. Well, no one forced your hand to sign it, Lou. You're the one that actually, made the damn trade. Actually, he said something even worse. He said it's too much money yeah. for too many years. <laughs> you know what? Lou Lyro is definitely right because I think eight-year contracts is blasphemous. Well, yeah, and, and it's something. Well, it's uh, something I, that I think could be brought up about you know how they can make things different in the NHL to drum up some interest and whatnot, uh, free agency, trade deadline. And I know that there's been some pushback from it, but potentially moving it from eight-year max to a five-year max and maybe mm-hmm. what that could do for, you know, having a little bit more movements, um, you know, in the NHL when it comes to player movement. So I don't believe that was talked about to, uh, by Gary Bettman uh, yeah. at the All-Star. He had a lot of other things on his uh, plate at that one. He did, because did you also hear Sidney Crosby talking about Sid. speaking What's the that? truth? He's spinning out the truth. 
Yeah, touched on, you know, that he would prefer the league go back to the 1v8 playoff format. I think Connor McDavid, I think, echoed the same comments, and um, Gary Bettman had to, I guess, defend the uh, the current situation and essentially, you know, came out and they said, oh, we pulled guys a couple of years ago. They were happy with the way that things are. I think there's a misconception that the league or – that the players or GMs don't want this, yada, yada, yada. Um, and then went on to say, it's not just changing the format. Then we have to change the whole schedule and how many times players, uh, teams play each other within the conference as opposed to in the division. And then that changes this and that. And he said it basically says it's it's a lot more complicated than just going to the 1v8 format. There's way more that goes behind it in order to make things fair and and whatnot. So, so it's more complicated to go back to a formula and a format that you originally had. Like really, Gary, it's so hard to just say. Let's to be fair. Just- to be fair there were only thirty teams at the time. Ah, yes. So you know those extra two teams make it nearly impossible. Clearly, to fit it all in. You know. It's funny because remember when they for first thought, oh, you know, we're trying to really push the 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 rivalries in the division. Yeah, oh, the rivalries in the division are going so well. Well, you know who's going to finish one, two, three in the Atlantic in November, Gary. Yeah, you know how many people I know that are checked out on the like the regular season right now. They're just like, we already know what's going to happen. We already know how everything's finishing. Why do I have to watch all eighty-two games? Yeah, wake me up in April when it's leaves lightning. Guess what? The the ratings, he was also asked about the ratings, how they are down. 22% down in the States. Although, so that that number, though, I, I not that's TV ratings, right? Yeah, and I so do. Understand. I would be curious to see how, if streaming numbers are up as an alternative. Gary would not divulge that information. He said, even if I had the data, I don't even know if they would let me talk about it I'm like yeah probably probably not wrong on that one gary yeah yeah i mean but that's just like that i did see that uh that report that was going around next week or uh, last week and yeah i think that it was a little bit disingenuous because it mentioned oh tv ratings down 22 percent for hockey year after year but also if you look at it everyone's cutting the cord like cable subscriptions are down across the board not just with hockey I mean, look at all sports. Look at all all programming. Cable subscriptions, TV subscriptions are all decreasing. But then you go and you compare it to streaming platforms, and those are all starting to go up. So eh, it's a little bit of a, a, a I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's as big a deal as, as people were making it seem last week. But anyways. No, now, I don't think. They, was, yeah, I, I do think you're right. I think, but I think when people see the NFL, like, did you not notice the NFL salary cap went up like almost forty million dollars? Yeah, but also I keep hearing that the NFL's viewership keeps decreasing. It, I, I don't television. Know. Yeah. Uh, or are people just watching it on DAZN, like me. Yes. Or potentially you. Sunday you know what I mean? Like I, I, I no longer like I'm not subscribed. Like I, I cut the cord now. I'm just spending probably more money to uh, be on all of these separately. You know, that's what we seem to do here in the year 2023. But anyway, you know, it's just kind of 
it's, it's the way that we live in today's world. But yes, I did see that the salary cap in the NFL is going up a lot, a lot, a lot. But I think the NHL will go up soon as well. The Bally Sports one makes it dicey, right? They have regional broadcasts. I think it was for 12, 12 of the 32 NHL uh, franchises own the regional rights um, to broadcast their games. Like I know Florida does. Yeah. Carolina, I think Tampa, like there's there's a lot of teams out there, the more smaller market teams, where Bally Sports is their, you know, regional provider. And they may be going under. Gary Bettman said, eh, we don't believe that's imminent, but if they do, we do have a contingency plan. So that doesn't sound overly assuring. I'll be completely honest. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, I was like, yeah, Gary, that 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 sounds great. Um like it's it just almost like there's he's trying to say we're not worried, but at the same time we're planning for we're planning for uh for things to go bad, which I mean well, they need to do they they do need to do that like they can't not have a contingency plan in place for and just not broadcast any games like that's just that would be a catastrophe yeah if that were to happen so but the fact that he did come out and say I mean we we do have a something in place. In, in case this happens, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, anything else that stuck to, uh, stuck out to you over the weekend? Um, just trying to, uh, I'm just trying to think. No, not really. I think like the Batman stuff was interesting. I think, you know, everything he said was just wrong and it just kind of shows a bit of that disconnect between what fans are saying and what the league is saying. And they're like, well, we had a bunch of the GMs say that they had no issues with it years ago. I'm like, ask those same GMs now if they feel the same way. And I don't think many would would have the same opinion from a few years ago. People do once in a while change their opinions, Gary. Yeah. Yeah, they do. He did also talk about um, so the World Cup of Hockey slash the, uh, the, the Olympic – the Olympics I'll when I see it happen. I'll yeah, it. yeah. I said like, oh, everyone, you know, we everybody has to uh, concede a concede a little bit. Uh, we'll see. They'll apparently the World Cup of Hockey. They're hoping for twenty twenty five now. That's the hope to do yeah, in twenty twenty five. Take away my ability to watch Connor McDavid and Sidney Crosby play on Team Canada, jerks. Another year, yeah. Another year we won't be able to watch that. I mean, at some point Crosby's going to retire and. Maybe we'll never see that. Like you well, like that's why like this all-star weekend with Ovechkin and Crosby, they kind of were making it like a swan song kind of thing. Right? Right? I'm like, I don't like like Ovechkin's still trying to chase Gretzky, guys. How can we say that he's chasing Gretzky, but then we're having this like tribute well, sort of deal? Well, maybe it wasn't for Gretzky or for Ovi. It's not. It's not totally off. I know Sid is. He's. He's what's up. His, there. What, what's his contract? How many more years does he have left on his contract? Like maybe that's coming up pretty soon. Because I know he sent a monster deal. He's got two more three. years. Two more years after this one, but the salary has dropped off considerably. Yeah. So it's like that was a very front-loaded contract. He was yeah. making twelve for a while. 
10, 9. This year, it dropped to 3. And then the final two years, it's also just $3 million. Um, But after this season, he would have been paid 98 98 the 104 million dollar contract he signed back in 2013 14 like i don't know maybe sid is thinking about hanging him up well the thing is is he is now if he retires he's plus the 35 plus so the penguins definitely don't want him to retire that's the they, issue they don't want him to but i mean <laughs> I, I don't know it just it, it did feel a bit like the swan song like it, it kind of did i don't know maybe he wants to you know a year or two uh you know retiring a, a year early as opposed to a year too late type of deal it's not like crosby's play has dropped off either not at like, all not at all but like does he have to keep playing oh maybe he just doesn't want to i don't know i think maybe this is just like the re- realization that maybe he's just not gonna be at the all-star game like this was he's doing it and that's it well, he uh, he he never ever wanted to go to All Star Game, so you're right. Maybe that's more so what it is. I actually I don't think that Crosby's retiring. No. I just you know it no, didn't. You're not, right. I didn't. Believe Maybe it. he said to him, "I'll come this year, and then don't bother me again <laughs> for the next couple of seasons while I'm under contract. Then that's it. So we'll go. We'll do this thing with Ovi, and don't bother me again next year or the year after. I'm outie." Send Gensel. Send Rust. Someone else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, pal. Let's, uh, that was a fun, fun little chat that we had there. We somehow continue to try to make the NHL All-Star weekend interesting, even though it was meh. Very meh. Very, very meh. All right, that'll do it for us here today on the podcast. I'd like to thank you all for listening and subscribing to the show. You can subscribe to Locked On These Podcasts on all podcasts and platforms, including YouTube, and receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow Dave at D underscore Morissuti. Also follow the show at Locked On Leafs. Uh, if you could, leave a like here on this video. If you're watching on YouTube, a comment down below as well, and uh, a review if you're listening uh, on iTunes as well would be greatly appreciated. Helps with the uh, algorithms and whatnot. So that would be really cool, you guys, if you could do that, if you enjoy our content. Uh, we'll be back with another episode for you guys tomorrow. We're here all week. Lease might be on a bye this week, but Dave and I are not. We're hard at work all season long. Five videos, five podcasts a week for you guys. So we'll do the second of five tomorrow. Until then, keep it locked right here on Locked On Leafs.